When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Okay, so if you were listening to this episode on the day of its release on Tuesday, March 15th, I just want to let you all know that we will be doing our very first live episode recording tomorrow evening at 8 p.m. Eastern on uh, Wednesday, March 16th. So um, it's going to be super fun. We're celebrating our one-year podcast anniversary, and you all are invited to be the Gleeks of the week. So we'll be watching all the performances live in the stream and you'll be able to vote on which songs you would like to see in the next round of The Glacket. Um, all that information um, to find the stream and all of that will be on our social media. So go there to find out more. Um, but it would be so much fun if you could join us. It's going to be such a blast. Thank you so much for making this past year. So... Um, glamazing, I guess. All right, enjoy the episode. Bye. Um, okay. Hi. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I'm doing well. I really do like, um, us talking on air. At the beginning? Before our, for the longest time, I don't know if it was apparent, Gleeks, for the longest time we were talking (laughs) to each other with our guests just silently waiting. And I thought that would make sense production-wise, but... It doesn't. I think this is more fun. This is more fun. I feel, like, more free. I feel like because we're just we talking talk to on the each phone. Other, we talk to each other naturally 30 minutes, right. like, in anticipation anyway. Right. We're just sitting here anyways talking. We might as well press record. And there have been, like, so many things that have been said... That are funny. ...in those 30 minutes. We're fucking hilarious off air. Can I just say? I'm very excited for this episode. Did you have something that you wanted to tell me on air? What do you want to oh, tell yeah. me? Oh, yeah. So um, if you go to our Gleek of the Week this week's Instagram story right now, uh, I want you to play it. Go just like skip to the end. Um, our Gleek of the Week this week is Michael Buckley, if you couldn't tell from the title. <laughs> from the title. Okay, I'm going. Uh, I don't know. I, just, I, I saw this right before joining the Zoom and I got really happy. He's watching at the most recent. Guess what? The most recent story. The most, like, recent, like, he's talking. As comes out. Oh, hello. I finished my day. I have taken a shower. I've put on my slippers. I'm going to be on a podcast talking about Glee. And I know they're going to ask me my favorite Glee performances of all time. So I know what I'm going to say. And when this podcast comes out, I'm going to grab a What the Buck Show Glee recap. And I'm going to post it on Instagram (gasps) to kind of promote it. But it'll be fun to talk about Glee. I haven't thought about Glee in so many years, so here we go. Wait, that's so cute! So nice. Wait, I love him already. He's got this his little so notepad. Wait. I love it. Oh my yes. god, that's so cute. That really made my day. Yay! I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, he has a mustache. Um, I just remember Michael Buckley just like being. Just like so formative. I don't know. Like he, mm-hmm. like YouTube when it like first launched. Like he was like one of. I was obsessed. 
with like different YouTubers when it first like came out and became a thing. You said and your whole family watched Michael Buck. My whole family. Well, I think it was like mostly like my sister and I would watch What the Buck. And it was just, I don't know. It just like brought us together. It was just like fun. I don't That's... know. I loved What the Buck. I do want to know where all of his videos is gone. Because when you go to his channel, they're all archived. Where are they? I we mean, we are them. getting this, this Glee video in promotion of the episode. So thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. Uh, we just recorded yesterday, so it feels like a crazy turnaround. Um, but we did do the like hiatus of like 15 days, so yes, it makes sense. Um, Andrew, I have I was thinking like, oh, what am I gonna say to Andrew when I get into the episode? And I, I do these things and I make them my entire personality, like. Glee. When we started this Glee podcast, that's all I would talk about um, to coworkers, uh-huh. to friends. Um, this past month, it's really been about working out. Like I was like, um, I need oh. everybody to know that I go to the gym every single day. You're that girl. Um, I'm that girl. Mm-hmm. Um, today, I found my new thing. So over the past couple of weeks, it's been moving. All I've been talking about is moving. My new personality is that I'm learning French. Okay. So that we can go on our Euro trip that I have planned out. I haven't even, I don't even know if you're fully on board with these Euro trip plans. Well, no, it's not even Euro trip. Like, I want everybody to know that you plan on going to every Disney (laughs) theme park. In my Um, lifetime. And I want you to be there for every Disney park in the world. I just feel like, I don't, I don't know. Where, what are all the Disney parks? Well, so for our first Euro trip, so 2024, Paris is having the Olympics. I think it it is the perfect opportunity for you and me to go to Europe, go to Paris, go to the Olympics for a little bit, go to Disneyland, and then beep up around Europe for like two weeks. But that's that. Like, I think that's just Paris is Disneyland Paris is just that trip. I think you and I going to Disneyland Shanghai and then Disneyland Hong Kong and Disneyland Tokyo are different trips. Okay. Not that three different trips. I think we do Shanghai and Hong Kong in the same trip. Yeah. And then I think we do Tokyo in a different vacation. Um, we have been to Disney World in Orlando together. I want to go to Disneyland in Los Angeles with I you know. very we were, soon. We were talking about doing that in November. November. Didn't come to... We should do be. it this November, is what I'm thinking. That would I really do want to go. I for your birthday. I would love to go for um, the Incredicoaster. Heard yeah. really great things. I think we should ride the Incredicoaster on your birthday at the time of your birth. I don't know what time I was born. Really? I feel like. Does anybody know? I do. The comment below if you know. <laughs> I'm not going to say what time I was born because maybe people can like look that up and find my social security number. But right. um, <laughs> uh, anyways, so this trip, I'm learning French in order to take us to France. And that's very nice. I'm addicted to Duolingo, I think. I've been Duolingoing all day. Um, the little owl has me by the fucking throat. Yeah. Um, 
And this is not Glee related at all, but I don't care. I'm just very excited about learning French. I haven't learned That's a new language sweet. in a very long time. If you were to make it Glee related, what would you do to make it Glee related? I think if I was going to make it Glee related, I would be like, okay, if Glee did a Euro trip, like Lizzie McGuire movie, where are they going? What are they doing? I think they're for sure going to West End and yeah. London. I don't want them. I don't want them to go abroad. I you don't, don't want, want them, them spreading it. Oh, okay. No. Oh, spreading it? Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> Keep it contained. <laughs> Quarantine the glee. Please, yeah. In the United States. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, that's my entire personality now. I think on Instagram I am going to share a new Duolingo, Duolingo phrase. Um, today it was, I am a cat. Je yeah. suis un chat. Chat. I, my pronunciation Ooh. is not good. Um, but je suis un chat. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Um, and this is your personality now. Yeah, this is who I am as a person. Wait, so have you left Jim Allison behind? <sighs> I don't know. I I still go to the gym like almost every day. Um, but I'm exhausted. Like I've been doing the TikTok girlies thing of the three twelve thirty. Do you know what, what that is? That? No idea. It's going three speed at twelve incline for thirty minutes, oh. and it's supposed to burn a lot, a lot of fat. Um, because you're, it's a steady pace workout versus high intensity intervals. Yeah. Um, which builds muscle, I guess. I don't know. I'm paying attention to TikTokers. Is it and I'm working? Not fact checking. Yeah, I feel a lot of muscle in my thighs, but the thing is, is at first my heart rate was going way too high. Mm. Like I learned in individual fitness in gym class in high school that there are different heart rate zones. And I've seen on TikTok that the ideal heart rate for your workout is 220 minus your age times 0.65. So 65%. So 220 minus your age is your maximum heart rate. Anything above that, you're like, don't do that. What are you doing? Where You shouldn't stay up there for a very long time. Right. Um, but 65% of your maximum heart rate. So for me, that's around like 119, 121. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where you should be staying in your heart rate fat burning zone. But I was like pushing 170 at first. I was like, that's anaerobic exercise. That's yeah. building muscle. That's not getting oxygen into your blood. Um, but aerobic exercise is getting oxygen into your blood and that's good. And that's good for your body and your heart. I am talking out of my ass. I haven't, uh, all I know this from is from my ninth grade gym teachers and TikTok. Who I but think explain both it. have the same credentials. Explain it to me as if I were a Gleek, which I am. So Finn, right? <laughs> Finn's on the yeah. football team. So yes. but um but he's still I'm not <laughs> I can't um I would <laughs> Wait, say what you were gonna say. No, say what you need to say. say Is that your projection you for today? To yeah. That is okay. my projection for today. No, so Finn is on the football team, right? Yeah. But he's not super muscular. Okay. Um, so I don't know what he's doing. That's okay. It. Does that make and sense? <laughs> as a Gleek, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> the writers of the show really drove home the fact that Finn 
didn't have the ideal body type by any which means. Which is so wrong. Which is so fucked up. I so, hated that. Like, Finn, <laughs> you are a hot piece of ass. We love you. Yes. Anyways. Sometimes. Uh, Finn, you, you had your problems with me. <laughs> what were your Finn problems? I, I, I didn't like that Finn consistently... Um, we were talking on the phone yesterday about how like Artie was sort of like the vessel for like bad opinions. Right. And um misogyny. You know, misogyny uh for like applauding Ryder for being sexually assaulted, mm-hmm. for um getting STDs at at school. Mm-hmm. Um Timothy Chalameting like, it all yes. over the place. Yeah, all over Brooklyn. All over Brooklyn. Um Finn was sort of the vessel for saying the wrong thing in the moment so and then, bad and then like making it about him right like when people get mad at him mm-hmm. um i he did that i can think of three times off the top of my head right now that he did that and i'm just like enough, enough. i'm tired of it <laughs> this trope has been done you did it in season one there's no need to bring it back season four like literally like he did the moment finn is my least favorite character in that show <laughs> because he is like balls to the wall, fucking crazy. Yeah, says whatever he wants and then just like has a hissy fit when any- and when anybody calls him out. And I'm like, enough, stop. <laughs> Finn has his redeeming moments though. Like I really liked when he was talking to Rachel in that prom scene that we just watched yesterday. That we just watched yesterday. That was sweet and cute. And when he's doing the little thing with the flowers, like, she loves me. She loves me not. No, but then also, stop it. In the same scene, he says, we are endgame. Name one single person (laughs) that actually exists in this universe (laughs) that would say something like that. The fucking Russo brothers or whoever the hell directed Avengers Endgame, they say that. (laughs) They're like, well... Who's writing this movie? And then they're like, oh, we are Endgame. <laughs> we are Endgame, babe. She loves me. Yes, she does. Little Daisy, pull it off. Yeah, no, but like I, watching the evolution of like the writers of this show, like implementing Tumblr, um, <laughs> yeah. like phrasing Words. into the script. I mean, we see in season four, Finn doing the We Are Endgame. But by the time we get to season six, Santana at her wedding is explaining to everybody there that is at her wedding what an OTP is. God And it hands out it. hats that say OTP. Stop. I literally cringe. Yeah. Not my Britannia wedding. Fan, what is it called when the writers do that? Like, it's catering to the fans, but what is it called? Um... Fan service? Not, not yes. fan service. Fan it's, service. That's what I'm fan, thinking it is. Fan service is more like, hey, we realize that like people want Brittany and Santana to be together. And so now we are writing Brittany and Santana to be together. Okay. I think OTP is stuff more, is just tongue in cheek, maybe? I think OTP stuff is like them trying, like their writing staff being not young, hearing. <laughs> I'm trying to appeal to the young people. <laughs> Hello, fellow Gleeks. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what I think that is. Okay. That's fine. I But Finn has his cute moments, okay? I did. I loved... I just really loved his character. I don't know, man. Finn was my favorite. Finchel was 
everything for me. When he, in um, my favorite episode, the West Side Story episode, when he's like violently like in the shower, like, ah, yes, angry. Yes, when he doesn't get into OSU. Yeah, Ohio State. Yeah. Is that where Cooter yeah. is from? Oh, I also received feedback from someone that already listened, Elias, our, <laughs> our producer of the podcast. <laughs> our producer podcast. in the background. Um, I received feedback who's listened to the episode that we recorded last night that I've already edited and sent to him. Um, he said that I said the wrong school that Santana went to. I said University of Kentucky. It's the University of Louisville. Louisville. I'm an idiot. Is University of Louisville even a school? Yes. Wait, now I need to make sure because like now I feel like now I'm doubling down on being an idiot. Because the school that Finn ends up going to isn't real, right? Yeah, University of Louisville is real. The thing Are they the Cardinals? The, the Cardinals. That okay. is where Santana went. Okay. Um, what I was saying in the last episode was that it takes like three hours to get from University of Kentucky to Lima. Mm -hmm. Luckily, University of Louisville is only 15 minutes away. From, from Lima, Ohio? <laughs> no, 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 no. Only 15 minutes away from University of Kentucky. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, so okay. like the, the sentiment of what I said was still correct. I just... <laughs> if we have any Gleeks from the Kentucky Louisville area, I wanna know what it's like inside of the KFC Yum Center. What is the KFC Yum Center? The KFC Yum Center is like their Madison Square Garden or their Target Center. Oh, oh, okay. So it's okay. So it's just like a stadium it's that's a called the Yum Center. The Yum, the KFC <laughs> Yum Center, and I just want to know if the Colonel is wandering around, screaming Wait, and yum, throwing fried chicken. I feel like Yum would stand for something. I think it's it Yum exclamation point too. It doesn't stand for like you. Us, mine. <laughs> <laughs> like the no. US mine. <laughs> you, us, mine. That's like, the colonel. Just you, like you, <laughs> us, mine. <laughs> You've heard of yours, mine, and ours. Now get ready for you, us, mine. <laughs> From the writers of Eat, Pray, Love, you, <laughs> us, and mine. <laughs> Um, oh my god! Should we sing our should we sing our predictions? Uh, yeah, I feel like I got the last two correct. And wait, what did you predict before? More than words. Oh, that's fucked up. I think it's my turn to win. Can you please let me win this time? You said, "Say what you need to say." Say what you need to say. You, you're say standing by you that choice. Let's yeah. do it on three. Okay. One. Two, three. You can say what you need to say. That's a I, good one. We I have been waiting for that one. For I feel pretty. There are some songs that I'm like, I hope we have the right gleek for this song. We've talked about this mm -hmm. a little bit. Um about like how like let's have a kiki. So many people have been in our DMs like I really want to be the Gleek that gets Let's Have a Kiki when I come on. And I'm like, literally, it is a coveted title. It is. Whoever gets this song is able to discuss. I mean, like, Kiki I hope and that it goes I Feel Pretty? Um, I Feel Pretty just for me. Okay, just for I, you. I but mean, Kiki like, in well, general. I, 
Kiki in general, I mean, like, I feel pretty would be a really fun conversation with the right Gleek. Um, uh, what's another one? Like, um, like, what does the Fox say? There's so oh, much God. pressure on that one to have, like, a a thought-out conversation about that. Yeah. Have we evolved um, Gangnam Style yet? We have not, no. Okay, that's another one. That's another one. Like, I say a little prayer. Like, we haven't put that yet. Like, I'm looking forward to these discussions, and I, I don't want them to go flop. I know. It'll be good. It, I'm excited. Okay. Okay. Um, does this end our conversation at the beginning? I, I think so. I think so, too. This was a satisfying conversation I had with you. Are you ending the your recording? Yep. Okay. Me, too. Enjoy the episode. Bye. <laughs> you know him as one of the pioneers of YouTube from the What the Buck show, Michael Buckley. Hi, Michael. Hi, how are you? Hey, girl. Hey, what the buck? How was that? Oh, my God. He said the thing. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh, my God. We're, we're so excited. So freaking excited. Um, we loved your Instagram story about you preparing, and we've been preparing for you. And we're so excited to get uh, your insight on Glee as just a pop culture phenomenon. Your What the Buck show was reporting on all these pop culture things. We want to know why you think Glee really had America in a chokehold for such a long time. Like, why do you think it was such this phenomenon? Wow. Well, I think we loved it. We saw the pilot. We thought this is the most magical thing I've ever seen. I've never yeah. seen anything like it. So I think <laughs> it just represented the best of what we thought musical television could be. And it's been such a failed attempt at the genre for years. And so just to see it was like, are you kidding me? Like, I've waited my <laughs> whole life for a show like this. Yeah. And then it quickly got terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was amazingly amazing sometimes, unwatchable sometimes. And Twitter had just kind of started. Like, Glee came out in 2009 and no one was really tweeting that much. So it was kind of the perfect storm of this is a yes. show that everybody needs to talk about and there was this thing called Twitter! And so <laughs> we loved it, we hated it, we loved to hate it. And so, yeah, like, it just it meant so much. And again, it was a coming-of-age musical dramedy. I think it ultimately is exactly what it set out to be. It was just very messy along the way <laughs> yeah we have so many guests that come on that are like afraid to say that it's bad and they're like, <laughs> so i'm so glad that you're like no it like we're off and the i don't it's here's the thing i don't even know if it's a good show or a bad show i think it's an important show yes. i think in terms of coming out and accepting yourself and i think it it, it put people on camera that were diverse and interesting and right and now i mean the show is problematic it doesn't age well there's yeah. a million things to hate about it, but there are still a million things to love about it. And I think my biggest challenge back in the day was what the Buck show was meant to be comedy. So I was mm -hmm. always looking for the comedic take. So I wasn't sure when I would start watching if I was going to, if the comedic take was going to be, oh my God, Darren Chris is so hot. Oh my God, you guys, this is the best show ever. Or this is a <laughs> right. mess. What are we going to do exactly. about it? Yeah. <laughs> and so again, my brain was always wired to consume it for comedy, not to review it with a critical lens, you know? So yeah. it's interesting to think about it now in retrospect. Yeah. I was fully obsessed with your channel. Like, I just remember, like, you being one of the first, like, YouTube channels that I was like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with this. And I remember 
one of the Glee videos that really stood out was you going to the Glee concert and going backstage with the rest of the cast. Tell us about that experience. Oh my God. Well, John Chu invited me because I had been doing my Miley Mandy dance crew challenge. So John John Chu, Chu. John Chu, because he was there or he was whatever. So he slid into my DMs on Twitter and invited me. And I went as a guest of John Chu. Um, It was also the height of my YouTube fame in a way. So like I was recognized a lot. I was posing for pictures. At one point, people all turned around (laughs) and waved to me. I was like looking at my ex-husband like, wow, this is like the most famous I'm ever going to be. Hi, kids. Um, (laughs) You know, like what the buck at a Glee concert was like peak 2010 for me. Yes, yes. And I went to the meet and greet after and I had my little camera and I wasn't sure what it, it, I will say, when you watch the video back, if you ever do, you know, Corey was so warm and so loving and so all the things you would want him to be. And Naya and Heather just lit up the room. And so, yeah. like, my memory of it, I'm so glad it's captured on camera. And, you know, everybody kind of came out. Leah did not do the meet and greet. I say that as information and not commentary. Wink, wink. This but it was, just kinda, yeah. it was just funny just to be like, just the, the chatter was there at the beginning of like, right. who's lovely and delightful and who might not be. And so as right. the outside looking in to see how all the commentary played out, it was like, oh, yep, that seems to be the, the narrative that played out. You know? right. <laughs> but it was amazing. The concert was also, I mean, it was great. Like they were working so hard. I mean, I think that was the first year and they were rock stars. I mean, it was screaming sold out tour. It was um, I mean, I I worked for Live Nation which was a concert venue for years so I would go to shows and I was just always aware of like who was a big star who was a medium star, who was a small star who was, you know, this was rock star. Like this was Mm -hmm. screaming pandemonium Amazing. I loved it. I love that first that first tour. That was I think the only one I saw, but I loved it. Yeah. Do you think that's ever going to be possible again? Like something that is so intense like Glee had this show and then boomed into this giant giant thing that makes me think that that's not possible ever again. I think it, it's possible again, but it's possible differently. I think everything that okay. is like, like mm-hmm. think about a gymnast like Simone Biles. She's a once in a lifetime gymnast, but there will be other amazing gymnasts. Glee is, yeah. you know, of its time uh, in and of itself experience. But I, I do think there will be something similar or inspired by or equally magical. I mean, it's funny when you think about the TV show Smash, not that they're comparable because it was two seasons, but that was mm-hmm. similar in terms of the pilot was amazing. In and of itself, the pilot could have been a made-for-TV movie, amazing, and then the show was disaster. And so, again, it's all, how do we combine music and and theater and comedy and drama and cinematography? And, I mean, God, when when you see the the new movie West Side Story, it's like, well, that's a perfect motion picture of musical. You know, so Mm -hmm. I do do think there will be something magical again. Maybe not in our lifetime, but, yeah. (laughs) Maybe one day. Uh. Did you make it through all the way to the end? Did you get to the end of season six? (laughs) This is safe space. 
I made it. I made it to the end. I was again as what the buck. I felt like I had no choice. I felt like I had sure. hitched my star to this wagon, and I felt like <laughs> I begrudgingly stayed with it. And by the and it's funny now because there are certain shows in my life that I hated. Like I think about the fifth season of Ally McBeal. I was so into Ally McBeal. I hated it because it was so not what I wanted it to be. And now I watch it back in reruns. I'm like, I love it, but it's so <laughs> it is hard to watch. Glee in it during the time when you're so hoping it'll be amazing and then you'll have one good episode and three crappy episodes and then just they kept us because there were so many episodes that you'd be like oh this is what I signed (laughs) up for Um, but I mean by the end of it most of it was my this is dumb and this makes no sense and they're just torturing us with Demi Lovato (laughs) and Sarah Jessica Parker but here we are (laughs) this is camp this is gay this is what again I I was like am I on drugs like what's happening and I think (laughs) And my sense was they knew how ridiculous it was, but they were making good salaries. They still had decent viewers. The, the world was a buzz about it. So it was, I think it was self-aware enough to know it was yeah. at that point, not great television, but in some ways it was must-see television. Because I was like, what the hell is going to happen? It was so mixed genre. Like the tone was so different every episode. So it was kind of like, let's see what happens. You know, so it was, <laughs> it did it did have a little must-see TV status at that point because it was like a, a thing to tune in to tweet about right right yeah and when so you think some puppets in there yeah the puppet episode <laughs> chaotic i blocked it out i don't <laughs> i blocked it out um, i blocked and when it you think, out <laughs> <laughs> when you think back on this series what are uh, we saw in your instagram stories that you were you were listing your favorite performances yeah what are the favorite performances of michael buckley so though I'm going to not say the word favorite because I feel like that's too big a word, but I sure. would say the things that most come to mind when I think back about Glee, I think about Santana singing mine to Britney and it destroyed yeah. me. Like it mm-hmm. absolutely, the moment I remember the dialogue, I haven't been a very good girlfriend and just the moment in the Britney's face, I remember everything I felt watching that and I felt destroyed. I felt yeah. similarly for Keep Holding On and I was just like, Quinn, and I was in the moment and I was like, oh my God. So I just remember the emotions I felt during that. Same with like in season one when they did Imagine with the sign language and the moment they started signing, I was like, oh my God, (laughs) you know? So, I mean, those are like the moments that kind of hit my heart and I think about those moments a lot. I mean, in terms of what I listen to, I definitely listen to mine. I definitely have, you know, Rumor Has It mashup on a lot of playlists. Like that song will never not be a jam to me. And when Santana comes downstage, I am stomping my foot. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) you know, vocally, when I look back, it is Naya. Like it is the the performances that stand out for me is like, I always want to hear her voice. So I love the Don't Rain On My Parade on and in that yeah. blue dress and looking at Leah Michelle, I'm like, oh, inject this oh, into my veins. Yes. And just the, vo- <laughs> the vocal choices and the style that were so not musical theater, but I'm like, oh my God, I would put her, go ahead, take this bitch. Yeah. Right. So I remember yeah. that. I don't know. I just, I remember so many, there's so many great moments musically, you know, so many great moments. I am so excited. I'm so excited. We're going to pull six songs today. We're going to do three competitions, two songs each competition. I have our first one. I'm ready. It is a good one. Okay. If we if we love some Naya, we're in for a treat. Here we go. Good. Take five, everyone. Looks like I will have to play grandma. 
head underwater And they tell me to breathe easy for a while A breathing gets harder Even I know that I made room for me It's too soon to see If I'm happy in your hands I'm unusually hard to hold on to Convinced me to please you Made me think that I need this too I'm trying to let you hear me as I am I'm not gonna write you a love song Cause you asked for it Cause you need one You see, I'm not gonna write you a love song Cause you tell me it's make or break in this If you're on your head I'm not gonna write you a love song Cause you tell me it's make or break in this Is that why you wanted a love song? Cause you tell me it's make or break in this If you're on your way I'm not gonna write you write you to stay If your heart is nowhere in it I don't want it for a minute, babe I walk the seven seas But I believe that there's a reason to write you It's okay, so Quinn, good. Rachel Santana, Love Song. Michael, what are your thoughts on Love Song? I feel like I'm on American Idol and I'm like, well, it was a little pitchy, dog. You know, <laughs> you, you, you. Uh, I mean, seeing that, I mean, I could cry. I just think moments like that are so beautiful. I love them all. It's funny to see, you know, Rachel Berry there because at this point, like, again, Leah Michelle was always Rachel Berry, but this is now she is fully Leah Michelle glam mode. Yes. Like, this, she's yeah. not pretending to be like, this is who I am with my hair and my eyes and, you know. Right. Yep. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. I love Quinn too. I do think she is underrated vocally, and I always just think she has a warmth. And I, I, she just, I, I love her. I would watch her. I would watch her in anything. I think she's a lovely actress. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I loved it. Love this song. I mean, I projected Quinn and Rachel. I feel pretty unpretty for this episode. This is close enough for me. This is. <laughs> I think I'm going to go on a limb and say top three Glee songs all time. For me. <gasps> really? I love this performance. I think I it's it's better than the Sarah Bareilles version. I think it's so fun. I think the context is super dumb um, <laughs> of like, okay, Quinn and Santana come to New York to convince Rachel not to be naked on film. Um, and so they <laughs> sing love song. <laughs> 
And I don't remember any of that. And I've watched that episode once or twice, but you saying that is hitting my brain like I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you rightfully so. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I, I love this. This is perfect song for me. That, I mean, I, I, you've said this before. You've said both Sarah Barella songs on the show are incredible. Yes. And I wanted to fight you on that. Um, but I do, I do like this song. I just think I listened to Love Song by Sarah Bareilles over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Like when iTunes was still 99 cents a song and just over and over and over again. So it's yeah. almost hard to listen to at this point because I've heard it so many times. But it is good. I think at the beginning of Glee, when I really enjoyed it and I was trying to convince my friends who weren't very <laughs> musical theater people to watch this show, I was like, no, Glee is like different than like just a musical. It's all of the songs are performances. Like they yeah. are on stage and they're canonically in front of people. And this song definitely like is half and half. Like canonically, Rachel Quinn Santana could be in the theater, but also we've got the half naked guys on the drum on the set piano. and the yeah, guitars. Yeah. In the, like, naked grandma scene, which mm-hmm. I kind of love to think about Rachel Berry saying, guys, I'm not doing this movie anymore, but I want you guys to take your shirts off, get on those instruments, and play behind me. Play love song <laughs> as I walk out. <laughs> I'm empowered. Yeah. My Follow body, me my to choice. the auditorium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of love thinking about that. Um, it's good. It's great. There are sometimes that we get, like, such good songs that's, like, little conversation to be had about it because I just love it so much. There's so just, we're voting. No so the premise of this is you're going to play how many songs? There's six songs. So I'm going to pull the next song. And we pick and then, the one we like the best. So we're like, we're oh fun. Yeah. So there'll we be three vote every two songs. Okay. So there'll be three songs yes. going through to the next round of the Glacket. The Got Glee it. Bracket. Got it. And I'm scared on Love Song's behalf. Okay. <laughs> this is okay. Season four finale. Okay. I got it. <laughs> So both are season four. Both are season four. When Glee was still Glee, maybe? It was thinking about it. It was teetering. It was thinking (laughs) about it. (laughs) I love this song. Okay. I dive into frozen ways where the past comes back to life. Fight fear for the selfish pain. It was worth it every time. Oh, still right before we crash Cause we both know how the sense A clock ticks till it breaks your glass And I drown in you again Cause you are the piece of me
Jessica Sanchez. Um, I don't know, Allison, do you remember when this song came out? I just remember people were saying, you are the piece of meat I wish I didn't eat. Were you around for that? No. Because when you when you think about that and you like look at it and when you listen to the song, that is what you hear. You are the piece of meat I wish I didn't eat. Um, that's primarily <laughs> most of what I had to say about this song. Um, Michael, what are you thinking about Clarity? I just wrote down, I don't know who these bitches are. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I no, have no I... idea who they are. I have no idea. I have assumed they're from another school. I believe in good faith. I drunkenly watched this episode in 2000 and whatever. <laughs> no. I, I have no thoughts other than who are these bitches? They, they Michael... sound great. I have a memory that just came to me right now. I have a, a memory right now. This is Jessica Sanchez from American Idol. I I remember there was a video that you were recapping American Idol. She was singing, and I'm telling you, with Jennifer Holliday. Yes, Do you remember yes. this? And I said she was eating her face. She was eating I, yeah. her face. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my God. See, I I, I, have, I drank heavily. I don't remember. I took lots of Ambien. <laughs> it's all a blur. But Jessica Sanchez, American Idol. Yes, it's all coming yes. back to me now. But I would yes. always not. I, again, I like the first song better if we're critiquing between that song and that song. Yeah. I don't yeah, know who these bitches I, are. I, this is crazy because I love this version of this song. I want a spinoff. I have a whole bit that Andrew and I are, are going to do sometime. <laughs> we keep talking about it, but I have this whole list of other Glee clubs. And if they were going to do a Glee reboot, what the storylines would be. <laughs> and I want a glee boot of this team. Of the Hoosier Daddies? I, of the Hoosier Daddies. I want to know about them. I want to know their story. I want to know where they're going. Because this song fucking slays. There yeah. is very rarely a team, an other competing team, that I really like their song. Like, Jesus is a friend of mine. I'm not going to listen to that on my iPod. Clarity, I am going yes. to fucking choose. I love it. It's it's pop. It's dancing. It's the uh. It's so good. I mean, I'm gonna vote Clarity just because that's who I am, uh-uh. and I know that it's not gonna win. I know that it's not gonna win. I'm just gonna give. I was mouthing. It's not gonna win. <laughs> trash talk. Trash talk. It's not gonna win. Sit down. It will not win. I will say that Clarity had better performance value. Watching it back, the choreography. Oh, yes. Um very good that whatever the the dancing was just crazy um love song just like they were just walking around um clarity <laughs> can we bring that can we re-choreograph it please can we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh um clarity okay so clarity was against new directions and new directions won somehow even though they sang like i love it and hall of fame like this was ultimately better and new, new directions should have lost but I think Clarity was a song written for Glee. Like you think there so? are certain there are certain pop songs that when I hear them, I'm like, I can already hear it being mixed in the studio with Nikki, babe. With them with Nikki. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, then who who from the New Directions would have sang Clarity? Do you think? Maybe not New Directions, but just Glee in general. Okay. Like I have a list on my phone. Every time I hear like there's a song, I think I've talked about it before, with Macklemore and Kesha. Um, the good old days. I'm like yeah. they would that this that is a song written for Glee. Right. <laughs> Macklemore didn't know, but he but wrote it for Ryan Murphy. <laughs> Ryan Murphy was speaking through him. Um, 
But you're you're voting clarity. I'm voting I'm love song. Clarity. Michael, uh, you're. I have to love vote song. love st- song. Yeah, love song. Only also because it's hard for me to vote for non-main characters. Like they would have to be like double better because I'm looking and I'm so connected with the characters that it would have yes. taken. I mean, love you, Jasmine. What's her name? Jessica. What I love you, <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> love you. Bye. <laughs> love you. Stay in the first round, Jessica. <laughs> uh, you're great, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. Love song I... is my yeah. Love song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fine, Sarah Bareilles. I'll give you that. I loved Waitress, by the way, Sarah. If you're listening. <laughs> I loved it too. I saw Sarah in it. I saw her in it and I loved it. I have the next song. I don't know what it is off the top of my head reading it, but I um I think it might be a Kurt solo. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Maybe it is. You know what? I'm just gonna play it. Here we go. <laughs> oh no. This is good. When I think of home, I think of a place where there's love overflowing. I wish I was home, I wish I was back there with the things I've been knowing. When that makes the tall grass bend into leaning, suddenly the Makes it all clear. Maybe there's a chance for me to go back now that I have some direction. It sure would be nice to be back home where there's love and affection and just maybe. And you know, Chenoweth was like, I'll do this, but I've got to do this at the end. You know, (laughs) got to do the note. Yeah. (laughs) I love this. This is major. This is like top tier episode for me already in terms of songs. I love this. (laughs) I want to say this isn't the top 10. 
Glee songs for me as well. Really? I love this song so much. I think, you know, I, I say best song of all time to literally every other song, but <laughs> Home from the Wiz is quite possibly one of the best songs of all time. I I wrote that down. I said, certainly one of the best musical theater songs of all time. It I, is, of course it is. I mean, it it's is. It's so good. Yeah. And I, I just, I love this. I love Kristen Chenoweth. The note at the end, she does the same note at the end of maybe this time. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's so good. I love this. <laughs> Michael, how do you feel? Oh, I love it. I, I have, I, I mean, and I also think it's so funny to see her now and think about like her and Adina Menzel at the time. It was such yes. niche, niche casting, and now they're both household names. You know, exactly. right. so it's so funny how right. I like she was a small, like she was in Wicked, which again, if you're not a Broadway fan, you, I mean, maybe do you like pushing D- Daisy, which again, a niche show. So it yeah. is, it's interesting to see her at this point in her career, and like being on Glee was big for both of them. Like they got mm-hmm. a 12 million audience, and I just audience, can I talk? Um, but I loved it. I thought, yes, I think that is one of the, certainly one of the best musical theater songs of all time. I love her delivery of it. That is not like the natural place in her voice yeah. where we're used to hearing her singing. So it, I like to hear her singing there. And I love seeing the back kids because you know what's going on and you see their internal story. Like you see so much backstory in that. Right. So again, it is a great scene and it's sung beautifully. So I'm not sure what's next, but whatever's next for me will be hard to compete with that. It will be very right. happy with. Yeah, I I agree. I I am going to sound like a fake musical theater fan, and I this is the only version of this song I know. Babes. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Everybody on American Idol used to sing it. Like it was an audition song. Like I'm sure, like Fantasia sang it. Like they all yeah. sang it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, okay. I think I love that. Glee having Kristen Chenoweth be like, okay, she's starting a all white production of The Wiz is the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> that Glee has ever done. <laughs> um, I just love this. And I love Quinn and Mercedes, as you were talking about, the background characters, them looking at each other. I was rooting for Quinn Sadies. Me but too. They just, le- they forgot about them. They did. This is when Glee was camp without turning around and trying to be camp. Yeah. Like, without the puppets, without fucking Sue Jigsu yeah. in, the, in the elevator. Like, it, this is when Glee was, I mean, we always say this. This is when Glee was Glee, and this is when Glee was good. And literally even the camera work was different, mm, mm, yeah. and the quality of the image is different. Mm. And I do love seeing them in the background. I can't imagine that that is those, their voices, though. Oh, in the background? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely not them. Okay. <laughs> because I can't imagine that, like, Jonathan Groff and Corey Monteith are, like, singing at the same time. Like, went into that. the studio for this. Yeah. So I yeah. feel like they'd go in the studio and they would record the actors, but then they also had the background singers like anything. So that the, the filling yeah. in of the sound. I'm sure some of them are croaking out the background, but I'm sure they also have the <laughs> yeah. trained professional background singers <laughs> making sure they're getting all the notes, you know? Right. right. I would hope so. I... I, I, that's what I love about these performances from season one is that you see the looks like even having Jesse in the background triggered yeah. so much. I was like, oh, this is when Jesse was at New Directions. Yeah. This is when Kristen Chenoweth and Adina Menzel are on the show. Right. At the same time. And 
Incredible. I mean, like the last song that we pulled with Jessica Sanchez, like it just feels so different in terms of just guest stars alone. It's like what they're doing with the guest stars. It's just like, okay, you can get Jessica Sanchez to go out on stage and sing Clarity and that's it. But it doesn't like have the same impact of like this fun, interesting character of like Kirsten Chenoweth going out on stage and singing home. Like it just feels entirely different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. It was beautiful. I loved it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, that was good. That felt good. That gave me the good stuff. I was like, oh. Okay. Another season four song. Oh, God. I've been, I've been low key. So we don't for even need one. to see it. Home wins. Bye. Home wins. <laughs> You've been waiting for this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm marking the winner like right now. When you were here before Couldn't look you in the eye You're just like an angel Your skin makes me cry Oh, you float like a feather In a beautiful world I was special You're so very special Yes. It felt like a music video from the 1990s, <laughs> and they fired the director halfway through, got another <laughs> director, and they just <laughs> threw in his foot. Like, it's so bad. Who's the gentleman singing with her? I don't even remember him. Okay, that was Brody. one of my questions. Do you remember do you remember this character at all? He was a main he was a main cast member in season four. What's his name in real life? 
Um, Dean Geyer. Never, wouldn't know him on the street. Hi, Dean. Exactly. Hey, Dean. (laughs) I mean, I watched season four, but again, I don't remember this man. Brody was Rachel's boyfriend in the front half of season four. Yes. Um, And he, this is my favorite context of all time. It's not my favorite, but it's just cuckoo crazy bananas (laughs) to talk about it. Um, they are dating, um, Finn is in Ohio doing stuff, uh, Finn is like, Rachel, we are endgame, um, what are you doing with this Brody guy? Right. Brody, because we need some reason to hate this man, and for Rachel to be like, go back to Finn, um, we find out that Brody has been working as a prostitute on the side. I remember this completely now, yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. And um, Santana finds out Santana um, sings, what's that song? Cold Hearted Snake. Cold Hearted Snake. (laughs) So good. So good. And um, exposes Brody for what he is. Rachel is upset. Um, I don't I don't really know if it's a problematic take on sex work, um, but they're angry. Rachel is angry about it and fed up. Yeah. It's an interesting discussion. I mean, like, okay, so Rachel's mad because she he wasn't telling her that right. he was an escort. And it's like, okay, Rachel, don't, like, shame sex work, but also, like, she's putting herself at risk for, like, disease. I don't know. I, I It's weird. He should have been honest. She, he, I, yeah. But also, in the, the scene right before they sing this song, Brody says, it's going to suck seeing you around campus. And... We never see Brody ever again. Never. <laughs> after this song. Never. He's a main cast member in season four. And it's like, okay, like Rachel still goes to school with this man that she broke up with and has bad blood with. And it would be interesting drama to keep on seeing this character around, but is never even seen again. <laughs> but also now I'm remembering that's why it was challenging to be a fan of the show and for me to cover the show. Because yes. as they would introduce people, it did feel like there's so many people. Who am I going to care about and who am I going to pay attention to and who am I going to be invested in so I can see what a challenging that must have been, a challenge that must have been to the writers to get people out of there so we can focus yeah. on. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Right. Yeah. We uh, needed a reason to hate him. This song, it's just really wild for me that they chose this because uh, my my very close friends are very big Radiohead fans. And so uh, I've been to a Radiohead concert and like have learned a little bit of the lore. And from what I know of it is that the lead singer of Radiohead hates this fucking song. Yes. Like, does not want to ever perform it, but has to because it's their biggest That's song and it's the for. one everybody yeah. knows. Which is just so funny that Glee, <laughs> I can't imagine what the lead singer of Radiohead thinks of a Glee cover of this song. I would really love to be a fly on the wall in that room. Well, um, I, I'm i like, I don't know, because this is in the episode that they cover in the Ohio plot. It's the Guilty Pleasure episode. And mm-hmm. so then they also sing this. And is this supposed to be like perceived as Rachel's like guilty pleasure? She's that a she's, secret radio head. head. Yeah, she's a secret radio head. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Or is this just like the most like um, like the best song for the plot? I'm not sure if this is supposed to be perceived as a guilty pleasure song or not. I, for one, really enjoy this. I do wish that I was going through, but home 
still gets my vote. I don't. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'm not going to say I don't really enjoy it, but it was like, I, yeah, like that was one of those moments with the dancing and the ballet and the cuts to the camera. I mean, it's dramatic on purpose. I mean, but right. I I think it's hilarious, but again, it might, you know what? It would win versus another song, but I, I don't think it could win versus home. Yeah. I think it would, it would win against clarity, but not, yeah, not. Okay. That's <laughs> Sorry, Clarity. Thanks That's for tuning into the last episode of the podcast. <laughs> this is the this is the moment it all went wrong. <laughs> We're going to be going live with our fight. <laughs> I'm logging out forever. I put up okay. with your wrong opinions for years. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh God! I just pulled uh, my final song of the episode. Good or bad? <laughs> I don't really know. I have just been rewatching season five. This is a season five song. Early, early season five. Okay. Um, really crazy. Here okay. we go. Hey Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sip. Oh God. <laughs>
that's enough. <laughs> Michael, do you remember this episode? Do you know what had just happened before this song starts? No, but she was covered in blood, so it looks like it was a, <laughs> a, a I, 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 no, I don't remember any of this. I guess I don't. <laughs> Tina Cohen Chang wins prom queen yes. um, as a joke from the entire school and gets a giant slushy um, poured on her, a la Carrie. Um, this scene, I remember watching it live for some reason. I, I said it last, <laughs> last week with uh, Take My Breath Away. These prom songs just make me... <laughs> cry i don't know what about <laughs> it was so emotionally charging for me but mm-hmm. i just felt such an attachment um that it really struck something in me <laughs> I love um it. sure michael do you, you have any other <laughs> i mean i thoughts? thought it, i you know i think it was solid i thought like when i first started i was like giggling and i was like oh god because it was so theatrical and yes. i was like whatever but i then when i was just listening i'm like it's very pretty the harmonies are very pretty and i think in and of itself it's a pretty song and i think that the character of tina is someone i definitely mocked the entire duration of the series mm-hmm. and so yeah. it was definitely i feel like on the rewatch like her character I like it more than I did at the time, and I, I I like who I like who she represented, and so it feels like a full circle moment for the character, like justice for Tina Chang. Um, regardless, True. you know. So I do. I think watching it back, I I, I have I have I have good feelings towards it. I wasn't like, oh my god, I'm definitely gonna love this, but I definitely didn't hate it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, solid okay. B plus. <laughs> there hasn't been That's a single good. flop for me this episode so far. I loved it. Really? Every, yeah. I mean, like every song this episode has been good for me. I do like the song. I mean, uh, I love the Beatles covers. I love all the Beatles covers that they do as themselves, studio versions. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of takes me out the like Darren Chris doing the like, Judy, 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 Judy. <laughs> <laughs> that takes me out a bit because no, I know I that it's coming. No, I love that part. No, that's so good for me. Like, See, I, I, like I didn't have a reaction either way, so I'd have to think again. Like, I, it's so funny now. I like I don't. My opinion brain is off all day, so now yes. I'm like, what's my opinion? I didn't have a reaction either way. I didn't have a re- so it didn't hit my brain wrong. So I'm gonna say okay. I, didn't, okay, I didn't have a strong reaction either way. Okay, okay. So Allison, you're wrong that you. Ah, didn't okay. like that. So that's okay. what I heard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I no, I do, I do like it. I do like it, but I just know that what's coming um, is also crazy. Like the uh, "All You Need Is Love" is really wild. I'm really excited to talk about that performance too. Um, these episodes just suck for me because I think, in my personal opinion, they should have canceled the show before season five. Yeah. Right. If we were doing season it. one comparisons, I would be hard pressed because I'd be like, oh, God, right. I love it. Oh, God, I love it. But, yeah. I, you know, right. this, is, this is a little easier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These Beatles episodes are hard to watch. I, They're not for me. You literally said on record before that you love the Beatles episodes. Hey, you know what? I'm allowed to grow and I'm allowed to change. Okay. I'm allowed to evolve. Okay. Even if it's from 10 minutes ago, I feel differently. Same. Um, I love changing my mind about things. It's one of my favorite qualities. <laughs> Our final song of the episode is from the season four Britney Spears episode. Um, Britney 2.0? From Britney 2.0. Okay. I'm excited to talk about that. Here we go. 
I think <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> I made you believe we're more than just friends. Oh, baby, it might seem like a crash, but it doesn't mean that I'm serious. Cause to lose all my senses, that is just so typically me. Oh my! <laughs> you see, my problem is this I'm dreaming away, wishing that heroes they truly exist. I cry watching the days. Can't you see I'm a fool in so many ways? Oops, I did it again. I played with your heart. Michelle's cover of Oops, I Did It Again. Who wants to lead us in the discourse? <laughs> I will say my first thought is on no planet would I ever add that to a playlist. Like, I don't need to ever hear that again. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't. Like, vocally, uh, there's not... I, I, that was just... It was weird. I mean, it just seeing mm-hmm. Kate Hudson there, it's like, there's Kate Hudson of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Gays. Like, what the hell is Kate Hudson doing there? <laughs> there was this yeah. beautiful woman not doing in Hollywood. You know, it's like she's literally sitting there watching Leah Michelle in negligee with a Kate. Like, what is happening? Yeah. You know? Right. so sorry that we had to put you through that. I mean, like, I'm I fine. did say... <laughs> that we had every good song so far up until this. <laughs> um, yeah, this didn't land for me. What what notes did I take? Oh, Niata students. Okay, Niata <laughs> students. They are like fully on Cassandra July, Kate Hudson's side, you know, the entire like time that we see them. But then like the second that... Rachel's like, hey, I want to do a number to like do a big fuck you to Kate Hudson. They're all like, <laughs> okay, we'll help you out. Sure. I don't know where your priorities lie, Niata students. I don't trust you with anything. Um, <laughs> but I mean, all that being said, Kate Hudson was a perfect villain for for Rachel. Uh, she they was. did not do nearly enough with that character. I thought she was super fun. Uh, I thought it was a nice poke at the fact that Leah Michelle couldn't dance to save her life. And um, in the, having a dance instructor sort of be the villain for that season was very fun. Uh, and I wish we saw more of her, but I didn't I, like this song. 
this scene kind of made me want Cassandra July, Rachel Berry fan fiction <laughs> in okay. a little bit sick, twisted way. I I liked this song. Is that allowed? Am I allowed to say that on this Glee podcast? You're, okay, you're being applauded. <laughs> <laughs> I support you. Your feelings are valid. Thank you. Thank you. I, I just... Where am I going with this? I think what I really want from this performance is one of those YouTube videos where they take the scene, but then they add the realistic sounds that go yes. with it. Like, you know it's not silent with those tap shoes and, and those tables table. moving around. <laughs> like, the acoustics cannot be good in that room. No. You've got windows everywhere. I don't know what this really sounded like in real life, but I would love to hear it. Um, Kate Hudson with a, a cane as a character choice, really crazy to me. I loved Cassandra July as a character. Um, I like that it's pushing the boundaries for Rachel as a character. She's trying something different and she's, it's almost camp how she's doing it. Okay, um, you love this word. <laughs> I love camp. I love it. Um, looking camp directly in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just like it. Britney 2.0 though culturally Britney Spears hated this <laughs> Britney Spears did hate this episode she did tweet um I was looking this up during the song fuck she did Glee. she did tweet fuckly after the second Britney Spears glee tribute episode um yes. she hated this well I mean not because of this song you would think because of this song <laughs> um but it was actually because of Britney S Pierce's uh character in this episode sort of just like mimicking having a breakdown mm-hmm. uh, and like being like beating Jacob Benadryl with an umbrella and doing the Gimme More performance. And it was just like disastrous. Um, yeah. Whereas the first Britney episode, they're like, holy shit, we love you. Britney was in that episode. Yeah. yeah, it's very great. And then this is just Rachel Berry with bangs. Rachel Berry with bangs. I am looking forward to pulling three cast version that is a that is a guilty pleasure of mine i love that what they and boyfriend yes and womanizer frankly fuck uh maybe 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 not womanizer but um okay (laughs) (laughs) um wait i completely i know that i'm not voting for oops i did it again but well, I, you don't know what the first I song forget was? What the first hey Jude! Song was. Tina hey Jude! Chang, Justin yeah, for yeah. Tina Chang! And for Derek hey Jude. Chris's choices! Yes, yeah. <laughs> we were both signing off on that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm voting for that. Michael, where does your. Yeah, it's Hey Jude. Sorry. Okay. Sorry I- to Disney. <laughs> I'll give Oops, I Did It Again the pity vote. Yeah. Again. Because it doesn't matter. Um, but again, I have all of the winners this episode. And I have all the losers. Um, I have Clarity, Sorry. Creep, and Oops, I Did It Again staying behind in the first round of the Glacket. And I have Love Song, Home, and Hey Jude going through to the next round. Yay! Yay! Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Frame that. <laughs> this was incredible. Michael, thank you so much for 
all of your Glee opinions. I I'm had so obsessed. much fun, and I really, I do. I remember it fondly now, and it's nice. It was such a nice chapter in my life, and it was such a fun way to connect with people and share something. And so I'm grateful for you guys for carrying on and still ha- <laughs> really still having these conversations. There's nothing wrong with being a fan for life of a show that goes off the air. Mm-hmm. I'm fans of shows. I watch the same shows. I have like five shows. All I do is watch these shows. I can yeah. talk about them over and over. So I, I love that you're still talking about it and forming new opinions about it because, right, it does change over time and the way you yeah. see it, you'll see it at 40 and you'll be like, I see this very differently. You'll see this, at, right. you know? So I'm, I'm glad that you guys are having these conversations and thanks for making me a part of it. To wrap up the episode, every guest we have on, we ask one last question. If Glee was still on in 2021, what songs do you think they are singing? Oh, God, it's 2022. <laughs> um, what songs are they singing? What, what would you want to hear the Glee Cub singing? I am 100 years old, and all I do is listen to <laughs> Judy Collins, Karen Carpenter, okay. the Beach Boys, and John Denver. I'm sure the hip yes. gays would say, I'd like to see Dua Lipa or Ariana, <laughs> but I literally have no... Oh, Casey Musgraves, the gay, they love her. Maybe Casey no, Musgraves. No, I was, I was fine with the earlier choices. <laughs> they didn't, Karen they didn't Carpenter, cover. Judy Collins... Betty yes. Buckley, no, I, I'm just, I'm so not, I have no idea what kids listen to. I mean, I have no idea, but I, I love, I'm, I wish everybody well. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a, they, there could be a Beach Boys Beach episode. Boys. I think so. Oh, God only knows what I'd be without you. I feel like they, they didn't, they didn't cover didn't, a single, a single Beach Boys Maybe they did. Song. I don't know. But yeah, no. I'm not, I'm not hip. I don't know. Yeah. I'd, I'd have to, I'd have to <laughs> lie. Oh, they do. I'd be lying if I knew. Listen, if, if you were another guest on this show that was like, hey, I would really love them to cover like new Taylor Swift, that would be, I can't even like feign a reaction to that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael, thank you so much again for being our Gleek this week. Uh, where you. can our listeners find you online, all of your social media, all of that? So the only the only social media that's active is Instagram. So you can follow me at Hey Michael Buckley, and I do make Instagram stories every day, and it's a really happy part of my day. I so love I'd them. love to see you over there. Yes. Wait, Michael, I need to ask before you go. Um, where did all of your videos go on your channel? <laughs> so I I retired from What the Buck in like 2016 and I stopped making videos completely somewhere between like 2018 and 19. And yeah. it was, it felt like, I always say I felt like I was, you know, moving out of my house and just leaving it there for people to wander around. And honestly, the What the Buck show was very offensive and problematic and left to its own devices in 2022. I didn't need people sure. wandering right. in and fight. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not embarrassed. I don't need to apologize. But it's just I'm not currently active on the site and I'm not wishing to gain new followers and create new right. content. So I yeah. do. So I privated it all. And occasionally I'll release a new video and just just un private it throughout but again i just i i'm not an active youtuber so i didn't feel like leaving it there for people to just find to be like who's this idiot rambling you know <laughs> i wish to no, make a different first impression with the world <laughs> i i was very happy to find your recap of the season two premiere that i i watched that today. is there that is yes, there yeah yes that's good at least and fox paid me ten thousand dollars to do that fun fact i was paid ten thousand dollars to make a video saying go watch glee <laughs> oh my god 
That is amazing. That is so good. Fun I fact. Fun fact. But I mean, YouTubers used to hate talking about money. I'm like, oh, I love talking about money. They acted like, hey, guys, they sent me this in the mail and I love it. I'm like, bitch, they paid me $10,000 to talk about it. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so good. Okay, to end the episode, we're going to say bye after one in our most annoying voices. <laughs> Three, two, one. Bye. bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Gleek of the Week podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Music, Spotify, and leave us a five-star review. You can follow us on social media on Instagram and TikTok at Gleek of the Week Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at GOTWPod. And you can also subscribe to us on Patreon, where you can get bonus episodes, early release, ad-free episodes, as well as guest announcements with the opportunity to send in questions at patreon.com slash Gleek of the Week Pod. If you're interested in being our Gleek of the week, we have a guest submission form in our Instagram and Twitter bios.